You're on 4ZZZ listening to Eco Radio. Uh, I'm Jeff Ebbs. I'm in the studio with David Bristow from Simmons and Bristow uh, Regional Water Experts. Mm. And uh, we're talking about the uh, urban water distribution system following on from um, an interview we uh, did two weeks ago with Dr. Azen Dedekorkut Hurls. And uh, she was talking about urban smart water management. So inevitably, we talked up, ended up talking about the centralised system that we currently use now and methods of uh, recycling. Uh, you mentioned that there's a lot of pipes going into the river, but the river is uh, salty essentially mm. because it's tidal. Yes. And the idea of a barrage, barrage, barrage is that what we say? Could use a barrage, yes, or, or a weir. Okay, but so so some sort, some sort of block, of barrier. Yeah. a barrier that stops the salt water coming, coming in. Up. Yes, and so that would allow all of those pipes going into the river to be providing fresh water that could potentially be recycled in some way. Yes, there's some significant engineering challenges um, in doing that, and if you think about the barrage that protects London, uh, which took them a fair while to actually uh, put in place, and they've built similar barrages to protect Venice Lagoon. Again, huge engineering cost and complexity. Uh, Brisbane River would be a little simpler, but you've got uh, flood management and other things to consider, uh, particularly when it does rain. You've got to let all that water out of the river because that's the river's primary mm. purpose. So presumably the first thing is that you've got to raise the height to some extent to yes. <laughs> keep, keep <laughs> the high us. tide that's out. That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, okay, so that brings it to the high tide level on a permanent basis. Yes, and it's been looked at um, historically. Uh, probably the dra- uh, drought of the 1990s um, it was considered uh, for a while. Um, but the, the, the city started wo- wo- moving away from that and we've got uh, uh, the Wizards guidelines that came out soon after that was very much about uh, supporting more distributed system of reuse of stormwater or use of stormwater rather than just letting it run to, to waste. Did you say the wizard's guidelines? Uh, wizard guidelines. <laughs> the wizard? Yeah. <laughs> the wizard of Oz. <laughs> okay. And so his, who is the WSUD? Oh, that, that's, I suppose, an industry term. Uh, Water by Design uh, was commissioned to, which is, a, I suppose, a government-funded uh, organisation, uh, looks after um, keeping an eye on the health of... Um, waterways um, just generally and uh, and the health of those guidelines to make sure they're supporting urban development in a sustainable way. Okay, so recycling stormwater is part of the wizard's focus. Yes, that's yes. right. Okay, so we can recycle stormwater that doesn't provide as much water as if we were to recycle the water that we used in our kitchens, bathrooms and it, laundries? It's more difficult if we're using that, wanting to use that water for industrial and uh, domestic use citywide. Unless you go down to a, a level where individual community areas, so small catchments, um, in my area where I live, Ithaca Creek, uh, might be an example where you could have a catchment uh, recycle group uh, that picked up the stormwater uh, surplus coming down down the creek line purely to use nature as a collection point. Uh, and then what would they use that water for? Um, it would then require a distribution of uh, infrastructure and uh, expertise to run those systems to make sure the local community reused its its water. Um, well, I mean, urban farms could be one potential yes, that's right. use. Um, so you were saying that it does require uh, local expertise. Do you see that as a challenge? 
uh, it's an education challenge. The size of the workforce currently um, is constrained, and and since the 70s, um, there's been uh, concern that there's not enough uh, treatment plant operators, and they're all getting old. And how are we ever going to run the system? Somehow, over the last uh, 50 years, we have, um, but it would require a huge increase in the number of trained uh, operators and uh, engineers to. Uh, overseas those systems to make sure that they were producing safe uh, water quality. Uh, in a, a modern uh, society we've got very used to our water supplies being devoid of bacteria and viruses um, and, and for good public health reasons. Um, but that relies on you know, trained technicians to be able to produce that as well as technology that's uh, fit for purpose. Well, I mean, one would like to think from a sustainability point of view that we could distribute that kind of learning into the community so that we could take more responsibility and look after ourselves. But such ideals don't always bear fruit, do they? No, they don't. Are there, are there examples of stormwater, you know, local stormwater things working or not working that you're aware of? Uh, not in not in Australia to that extent. Um, there have been some pilot studies and things of that nature, and I'm sure there are some very local uh, examples that that exist that I'm not simply aware of. Um, the Wizard um, program uh, has been f- uh, successful, but the maintenance uh, it's not an active treatment system in the sense of pumps and pipes and chemicals and and a, a attendant operator. It's uh, very much more benign uh, passive treatment. Uh, where you rely purely on gravity and nature to do uh, the job even though you've engaged nature within an engineering structure. Um, so it, it's allowed to do its thing and a gardener can come and you know, look mm. after. So, I mean, I can see why that's easier to maintain and therefore workable. Mm. Uh, it doesn't solve the problem of the water? securing the water that's supply right. for a, a city the size of Brisbane or a bigger city like Sydney or Melbourne. Yes. And, I mean, both... Are, well, all of, all of us are now pumping water many kilometres, if not hundreds of kilometres, which, of course, is incredibly energy-intensive. Mm. So the, the most, uh, I suppose, common discussion about uh, that distributive system is uh, we think about a uh, central city area with uh, high-rise. They've got a lot of stormwater comes off their hard surfaces. And there is uh, examples where uh, those that stormwater is picked up and used within that complex um, either for gardens, waterfalls, um, aesthetic purposes, but also for running cooling towers and things of that nature. So it's a semi-commercial or industrial reuse rather than reusing that water for drinking within that uh, uh, building. If we go into Asia, they're much more um, uh, willing to have a look at those things because their water supplies generally are very challenged and they have to rely on a whole source of uh, water supply. Mm, I uh, guess that's why I, Singapore is so prominent because it actually relies on another country to provide its water. And it's worked very hard on its own water security by actually recycling its uh, waters, both stormwaters and, uh, and effluents, to different standards so that they have more independent or water security, of not bringing it over from Malaysia. So they ex- th- their education program with their community was, abs- uh, I suppose, world-beating or world-leading. Um, they have a product in a, in a bottle these days called New Water, and that's actually recycled uh, city effluent. Um, they've treated it to a very high degree, and they have a multitude of treatment uh, options where they take uh, used water, so fresh water is used for certain uh, products, 
it's treated, distributed, then they collect it again, they treat it again, and some of it goes to industry at different uh, qualities, depending on what quality industry is. They see it as a business, so it's very much their interpipe solution is who's the customer and will deliver the quality the customer wants. So um, they've, they've worked very hard because they've got a very fairly small uh, s- space. They've been successful in, in not having to expend a huge amount of uh, dollars. You take our city of Brisbane, it's, even, it's probably bigger than Singapore uh, Island uh, together when you look at the, its outer, outer uh, mm. extents. So, I mean, there are some forces that encourage us to centralise, mm. you know, bodies like SEQ Water, uh, the epitome of centralisation, a whole lot of water authorities mm. have been put together to create a mammoth water grid, but there are other uh, forces that would encourage us to decentralise. Do you have a feeling for, you know, where the needle, where the compass is pointing in the future? I think the centralists are probably winning. And do you think there are some key... Uh, you know, is that a good thing or a bad thing from your point of view? It conforms to um, control by central government, um, and we've seen that uh, over the last couple of years as necessary to control a, a pandemic. Uh, and the same thing comes in public health professionals. They like to have a central control and command type structure. But I think if community was to... Uh, genuinely engage and say our hands up we want to actually do this and there are some really nice local little examples in our area uh, there's what's called the green corner it's a community garden where people from all over the place just come and and grow veggies and fruits and and the like Um, the space was an old police station as I recall and uh, they've just been allowed to freely do what they need to do and they've worked the society rules out to to make that space work i don't see why you couldn't use a similar sort of uh, concept to uh, you know, collect stormwater in the first instance maybe mine uh, uh, sewage effluent in, in a in another and there are some examples of that later uh, that are that got going down at uh, new farm park uh, i believe there was a sewer mine put in there and there was another one at south bank for a while um, I don't know exactly how how those projects have uh, gone more recently, um, but they had their their issues with uh, could they get it to work? Were the authorities happy with the result? Uh, community acceptance of of that effluent uh, anxiety within community needs to be addressed through education mm. to make those systems really work locally. All right. Well, I mean, clearly we could talk a lot more about the pros and cons and different models for distribution versus centralisation. I want to come back in a moment, though, and talk about the recycling of nutrients. So mining sewers for nutrients rather than for water. 